Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through, and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Jerry. And I'm Shannon. Betty White, our little furry tween, is here with us and we're back for episode number 66 of the Arner Ventures podcast. Today we have a Spark in Our Lives episode, but first, let's get to our review of the week. Today's review comes from Sarah89. Sarah says, love the positivity that comes from this podcast. So many great takeaways each week. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to give us a review. It means so much. We do our best to put positivity out in the world, but you know what? Our guests have so much to do with that. Yeah, and they sure do. Like today's guest is no exception. We have Sharon Rolfe on our show today. She is an expert at creating your essence statement, so we're going to dig into that. We really enjoyed this conversation and hope that you do too. Well, should we just go ahead and get to Sharon? Let's do it. Our guest today is Sharon Rolfe. When Sharon retired from Boeing in 2016, she put her skills as a behavioral scientist to work as an essence coach, which we cannot wait to hear more about that. She formed her essence statement and that rescued and helped her live every day from her inner spark. Now every day feels right. Sharon is focused on empowering everyone to gloriously succeed and win satisfaction and triumph in life, work, and family. She is here to awaken your desire and ignite your greatness. She describes herself as being similar to a fairy godmother calling forth the best version of yourself. Well, Sharon, I have a feeling that this is going to be an absolutely inspiring conversation. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Inspiring and helping people think is one of my hot buttons. So cool. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. And Sharon, could you tell us where you're coming to us from? We'd like to get a picture of where you are. Okay. I am really close. I can see the water out here at the Puget Sound. I'm north of Seattle. Okay. And, um, it isn't raining today, but there, it is cloudy. So uh, yeah. we've had quite a bit of rain lately. Oh, yeah. No, wow. I love that area. Gosh, that's green. We got a thousand shades of green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. It's very lush yeah. in that part of the U.S. Well, we are teetering on either end of the of the continental U.S. right now because our ocean is about a two minute walk down here in off the North Carolina coast. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're just covering. Yeah, we are covering the whole U.S. right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, Congrats on your retirement. I know it was a 2016, but it is still such a wonderful thing. And so I think a congrats is definitely in order. Thank you. Thank you. So Boeing, you were you retired from Boeing, and we're definitely going to get into, you know, what you do now as an essence coach and all of that. But what was that transition like? You know, and I'll just tell you that my parents retired, and I I remember that they both in that transition, one of them felt 
like, wow, this is so great. And then one of them was very lost and sort of like, you know, this is what I've been doing forever. And so I'm curious how that transition was for you. Well, I ran a convention here in Seattle back in um, mid eighties and my director had warned me because when I chaired it, he had already chaired a couple of them and, and another later or two. Um, but he had given me this nugget that says, when you're doing a big event like retirement, mm-hmm. you need to plan on what's coming after that. So um, I got the feeling he might have had, you know, one of these down times after doing a convention because it's exerting all this effort. And now what, you know, and wow. there's postpartum depression, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I listened to his um, advice and um, I, I don't know that I made any specific, but I was anticipating, looking forward to it. And um, uh, early, um, I'm pretty sure it was in January of 2016, an email came into my inbox at Boeing and said, well, we're partnering with a community college to uh, sponsor um, continuing education in the coaching field. I had been with my behavioral science and empowerment facilitator. And I thought, I think coaching is a nice add on to my career. Yeah. I'm retiring. (laughs) I I actually started coaching school the week before I retired and I retired at 69. Okay. Well, that was nice. A really nice transition. So were you right? Like you retired at 69. So were you, were you just ready or, or I don't, it sounds like you stayed a little bit later at Boeing than, you know. Well, I, yeah, I kind of looked forward to anticipating my plan was to retire at 70. And okay. I was in a job that our purpose was to work ourselves out of a job. When you empower people sufficiently, they don't need you anymore. They're, you know, can handle it going forward. So my, my job kind of um, disappeared. And instead of going through all the hassle of rewriting my resume and all that, and looking for what's out there, <laughs> I just decided, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. What a great yeah. way to also know that your job is done, that you did it well. If, you, if you're done, that means you did it really well. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. We are big on productivity tools. When someone asks me what top productivity tools I recommend, one of the first is Flowdesk. Flowdesk is an email marketing platform that just makes things so much easier. We used to use MailChimp, but when I started doing a little bit more research, I found that Flowdesk makes email marketing more personal, it's less expensive, it's more aesthetically pleasing, and takes less time to implement. When I work with digital marketing clients, the first thing I recommend is that they make the switch to Flowdesk. There are so many beautiful layouts, workflows, and makes the recipient experience much more pleasant, which is what we all want. If you're looking to make a change to your email marketing platform, I highly recommend Flowdesk. I have a 50% off link for you to use. Head over to arneradventures.com slash Flowdesk. Give Flowdesk a try. If you like it, which you're going to, you can save some money on your subscription. It will be linked in the show notes too. It's arneradventures.com slash Flowdesk. And now back to the show. In that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So with your 
your role at, at Boeing, and, and we talked about how you transitioned into being a coach, but let's talk about Essence Coach. I want to know, you know, what exactly that is before we get into the Essence Statement, but I want to know what is an Essence Coach? Not very many people in the world do this. Um, it's very much along the lines of your purpose, but it's so much more deeply attached to who you are on the inside, your, um, what you love to do, what your personality is like, what your values are, what your hopes and fears and dreams are, what your hot buttons are. And uh, then we meld all that into a metaphor. I think of metaphors quite similarly to parables mm -hmm. and that every time you read them, it kind of tells you something different. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on where you are in life. So um, the amazing thing, um, our class, they had a stand in a big circle after we'd written our essence statement. And we they had us reading it to each, to the group. And I got choked up. There were several people that were choked up. Oh. I felt like I was exposing my soul. Sure. And nobody had ever asked me to do that before. Mm, it was a wow. precious moment. And I yeah. want everybody to have that for themselves. That segment of the training was called authentic presence. And how can you be authentically present if you haven't really gotten in touch with the deepest, best part of yourself inside? We talk about that a lot about how yeah. authenticity is one of those words that gets thrown around and it's sort of a buzzword and, and, especially in like in our industry, I feel like we don't see it very much. And then when we do see it and we say, wow, they were so authentic. Then it's like, I wish there was another word for it because it, it, it just tends yeah. to be used so much, but it, it is what it is. It's like, no, true, truly real authenticity. It, it really is amazing. And we're both, I feel like we're both just sort of grasping onto that mentality in the last couple of years, you know? Yeah. We're not in those little boxes that we thought we had to be in. And we're, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're just more aware of who we are. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get along good. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, a, it's a process, you it know, is. I can still find myself sometimes, you know, saying, why did I act that way in front of that person? I don't now I'm drained and I, I really wasn't even being my authentic self. What did I feel like I needed to prove? Um, and then I recognize it and then try to try to deal with those issues. But it sounds like, you know, an essence coach like you would be uh, something that many, many people could benefit from. Especially nowadays. Yeah. And I think everything gets more conformist to a certain way and set of doing things, you know, and authenticity gets pushed aside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would think right now you're. What you're doing is just needed more than ever. Uh, I'm willing to say you stopping yourself is my own mindset or is it reality? But I've always felt that I was a pioneer and I'm willing to be a pioneer. And so hmm. teaching people that they need this in the value of it. I actually came across uh, something just yesterday. I wasn't planning to. You know, it was something in my inbox, but this guy described uh, working with this consultant, how good it was. And he says it brings clarity and permission to be who you are 
and who you've always been, it elevates life to an entirely different level. Mm. So I posted that on Facebook yesterday. And then, then just this morning, I decided, well, here's my story, how it elevates my life. And once I learned my, I'm using spark or essence kind of synonymously. That's powerful. That is. Yeah. I like that. It, it's, it's sort of, we joke about the guest series of our podcast being spark in our lives. But before we even started the podcast, we and we were sort of floating ideas of, hey, you know what? We should try to get on a, a, a chat with this person because, gosh, they're just really a spark in our life. Right. Yeah. And, and we kept saying that. And so when when I tell people now we have these episodes and the people who are who are on our episodes really are a spark in our life. And if if they weren't, they wouldn't be on here we always feel like there there's just not a another really gr good descriptor than saying that um okay so let's i know you talked about that essence statement how did you what was sort of how you went into forming it like what was it a a lesson that day did it take hours did it take days did it take minutes what was that like well we did um we did a lot of things in in coaching school in uh, pairs and dyads and there's usually i think there was uh four of us together and we would uh you know looking looking at ourselves you know it's hard to write even a resume because who am i <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. too close to our own skin so it helped to have other people bouncing off and say well I, I bet if you're like this and you'd also be like this other word. So I still have uh, my uh, a, a flip chart and things like part of our assignment was we had to go to class with a nature story. And as we read that nature story to our foursome, then they said, well, if you describe yourself like this, then it might also reflect, I mean, there were several people that talked about themselves being the ocean or river or stream um, mm -hmm. or water. So they said, well, water is also like this. Well, my my metaphor that day was, um, and my nature story, excuse me, was uh, an awesome story in itself. I had been in a um, art fair in Dallas the first weekend in May and uh, way back at the back corner of this art fair on a Sunday afternoon was this um, jewelry booth. It was a geometry teacher turned jeweler mm -hmm. and his stuff was so unique. And as I, I tried them on and <gasps> something moved in my gut. I love uniqueness. So that was part yeah. of that, you know, yeah. enamored. But I took them off and put them back on because here they're called stackables. Uh-huh. Four wings uh -huh. together. And um, it moved again. I left there bewildered, like, what moved in my gut? So it made a nice transition to also then use it for my essence statement. Uh-huh. Well, it, my essence statement starts out with, I am precious jewel of wisdom. I am colorful collaborator, motivator, and learner. I am tranquil, authentic, and pure inspirer. I light fires. Uh, how can you go wrong with that? And first of all, I love that essence statement. And But you're spot on yeah. with it is very difficult for us to come up with words about ourselves. I was at a retreat a few years ago, 
and they were saying, okay, everybody right now text five people before we get started of different walks of your life. They can be in work, they can be in family, friends, whatever, and have them text you back three words that describe you. And so when they come back and you see the ones that people are saying that are similar, you actually start believing it. This episode is brought to you by Cozy Earth. Sleep is super important to us as it should be for you too. You spend a third of your life in bed. Why not invest in making it a safe, non-toxic place? Our top pick for sustainable, eco-friendly sheets and Oprah's favorite too, by the way. Enough said. Our cozy earth bamboo sheets. <laughs> the bamboo weaving prevents the skin from becoming sweaty, yuck, maintaining the perfect temperature and keeping you comfortable while you sleep. We love our sheets. Oh my goodness. We, well, anyway, head on over to arnerventures.com slash cozy earth to grab our code to save 40% on your cozy earth purchase. 40%. There's no better discount code than that, folks. Even the cozy earth sales aren't giving you 40% off. I'm not even sure that Oprah gets this kind of a discount code. It's good for anything site-wide on cozy earth. That is arnerventures.com slash cozy earth to grab that link and code. It's also in the show notes. Now back to the show. You know? And so I think, uh, you know, you can hear them and you're like, oh, whatever. They were just being really nice. But then when you do a, a, you know, some kind of an exercise like that, and it's a shame that we can't see that in ourselves and believe it ourselves, you know, <laughs> without someone else telling us, like, why do we need the validation in order to start believing it? We should really believe it ourselves. But it's difficult, I think. Yeah, it is. That's why we need other people to reinforce those things. Yeah. Yeah. They help hold up a mirror to us so we can see ourselves. That's mm. about, I was, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was thinking too. That's, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. A, mm-hmm. It's a really good way of looking at it yep. too. Inner spark. We've talked about spark and how would you describe our inner spark? And then how can we access it to live a more fulfilling and joyous life? Well, I, I had put my essence statement my, on my wall behind me. And I know one day I came and read that three times. Oh. I, w- I had started bouncing off the wall and say, how do I know I'm productive in retirement? There's no boss to please. I hate wasting things. Mm-hmm. Time? Wasting time? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. By the time I came and read that three times that day, I started realizing that living from that spark made every day feel right. I was living by what mattered to me. There's no uh, measurement. And that's part of the loss of a job is how you're going to replace feeling like you've contributed to life. How do you speak to someone about accessing that themselves? So, you just because you walked away from your job doesn't mean you also walked away from your education, your experiences, your network of friends and family, or you know all that um, degrees and extra training that you've gotten along the way. That is still part of you. Mm-hmm. It didn't disappear. Now, sometimes with how fast technology changes, you feel like you're becoming more and more irrelevant. But those things that you've gained over your life doesn't disappear. Right. You you know, part of part of my transition um, 
well, my whole career, I had felt somewhat invisible. I And I think that's part of maybe how you would say it is not being authentic. Mm-hmm. But I was the only one in my family that went to college. I was the only one that was a lifelong learner. Once I embraced my, my essence statement and started, well, about that same time, I went to a um, mental strength webinar out of the UK. And um, he said, well, when you're facing a tough situation, you're not sure how it's going to go. And you got to meet with this person and you're anxious. And he said, well, first recall a warm memory, hold it for 15 seconds and then go into your tense situation that you're not, you know, you're nervous about. And um, I, I liked recalling an event back in third grade in Christmas program. But um, I, a couple of weeks later, I thought, well, I have just one warm memory. Why don't I see how many I could come up with? Oh, I love that. that. Yeah, yeah. That was an amazing aha because... My list of warm memories included being in front of half the list was being in front of people. Had I been in the wrong career? (laughs) 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 What a revelation. But that helped me see that there was something about being in front of people that kind of fed my spirit in a very deep way, gratifying way. And so the point is to have more of those in your life and life will feel so much better. You can be really down and you're like, okay, let me, let me, what are three things that I'm grateful for? And in those moments, sometimes it can be really hard and you can just say, okay, I'm breathing or, you know, I have shelter. Mm -hmm. And then I think you're right. If you, if you then pull in, I wrote it down actually, but if you then pull in, okay, what are really warm moments that I've had in my life? I think then you can really start pulling them in. And then you go, wow, I'm really grateful to have had that and to experience that. And how great for you to have had the ability to have the clarity through that to say, oh, I I really enjoyed speaking to people and in front of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that could be really helpful in a gratitude thing. Because I know sometimes I'm trying to think of gratitude things. And I, I realize if you force that sometimes, it's hard to, I'll think, you know, I, I should be grateful for that, but I'm not really feeling it. But if you, you know, I have those days, I guess we all do. But like, if you do, like you're saying, you really think of warm moments, that could really be helpful. Something along that line that I've just started doing in the last six weeks, I guess, is um, uh, I feel truly wealthy. Uh, well, my bank account is still anemic, <laughs> yeah. but um, yes. I have carpet, I have lights, I have things on my wall, I have a roof over my head, I have air to breathe, I have clean water. Mm. And that helps you start being grateful for what is, even though you have dreams of more. I think everything you're saying is so beneficial for everyone, you know, but when you're speaking to people who have retired and you're at senior centers, anyone who is in that transition, I really dislike when someone goes into a role of helping others and teaching others about something that they've never experienced themselves. Like it drives me nuts 
when I hear that it, and the, what I'll relate it to is, you know, something that we've had someone on the podcast about and in my life is grief. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's more specifically um, in the, the pet loss. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me explaining to me that you understand or how I should be when you've not experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so similar in everything. It's like, don't come and teach me how to make that dinner when you've never made it, <laughs> you know? So I think that now going back to sort of my question, when I was getting into, do you find that people are so welcoming to you because of the empathy part? And because you're able to say, look, I went through this and this is the way that I found solace and, and, you know, feeling like I'm valuable and all, and and the essence statement and all that, do you feel that it's welcomed by people who are going through retirement who have, who have retired? I am starting to impress on people. And I think it's starting to maybe, maybe she's up to something. There is how critical it is to know ourselves. Right Now, part of, part of my story of knowing, getting back to those warm memories with all this fear we've had in our lives the last two, three years, controlling your thoughts is dang important. And, um, and that's part of that. Your gratitude is controlling your thoughts, but, but your thoughts about yourself, what do you think about yourself? I, I'd always, I've always been single, never married. And I, I wanted somebody to cherish me out there. Who's going to cherish me? I love to be married, but you know, and here in the last um, six, eight months, I actually felt as if God was cherishing me. I had a ball of right below my wishbone that was warm and, and um, I was on my knees and I don't know what made me on my knees, but um I distinctly felt a sense of God cherishing me. Oh, yeah, I guess I could cherish me. I love that. What a difference that you're not um, missing something because somebody's not giving it to me. (laughs) I can provide it for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the lesson there being that your happiness and that never comes from external things. They might help, but it always comes from within, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, it's also, and we talk about this a lot in our home and to each other is about the self-talk. And we, we're starting to realize more and more over the past couple of years how you can talk so terribly to yourself and you would never talk that way to someone else the way that you you do yourself and i say you meaning one 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 talks to themselves this episode is brought to you by southern oak artisan southern oak artisan makes 100 natural soy candles that are not only aesthetically pleasing but are safe to breathe since they are made with non-toxic ingredients and they're not overwhelming like other candles you may be used to between morning brew lemon bake lavender there's just so many scents to choose from southern oak artisan 100 natural soy candles are handmade in our home state here in north carolina but lucky you 
they ship all over the U.S. Yes, lucky indeed. Head over to arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan, where you can grab our discount code and link to save on your soy candle purchase. That's arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan. It's also in the show notes. And now back to the show. Um, it happened this morning. I said something like, yeah. oh, my God, you're, you're such an idiot, Shannon. <laughs> and Jerry said. I said, yes, you. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he pointed it out. He said, Shannon, would you talk to someone else like that? And I said, oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. I'm not an idiot. I made a mistake. <laughs> something that's really helped me along that line. And it, and it seems like I've been on a diet all my life. But I. I finally said to myself one day, I'm doing the best I can. Mm-hmm. That critical uh-huh. voice went away. And and now I'm finding it easy to apply it to anybody else that looks like they're struggling. They're doing the best they can. But if there's one thing that you could tell retired listeners or or all listeners for that matter to remember to to you know to better themselves or be a little bit better, what would it be? Well, the thing I've been um, leaning on, especially lately, is you need fresh courage to know you still can make a meaningful contribution in retirement. Mm. That just because you don't have that business card any longer, you don't have a title, you don't have a team to work with, um, nothing to do for someone, you still there's so many opportunities and places where you are needed, um, be it volunteering, mentoring, but because you still have your education and your colleagues and your um, talent, you act exactly why you need fresh courage because now you have to reinvent yourself. And it's Mm -hmm. so valuable because there's people just being a listener is powerful in this world. When Mm -hmm. I say see blue and green hair and pink hair, I thought somebody wants to be noticed. Can you Mm -hmm. see them? Can you hear them? They're they're hungry to be seen and heard. And that is so vital. And so um, you don't have to be relevant (laughs) to to hear people and see people. It's good every day of the year. Mm. I I love the fresh courage. I think that's really great. And it also made me think you don't even know how many people in your life that you, that you've changed or that you've impacted, you know, there's, there's the, a question that says, uh, and I can't remember who or where this was, but it was something like at the end of your life, would you like to have, you know, a few seconds where the people in your life that you changed flashed in front of your eyes and that how shocking it would be to everyone if you could just appreciate that now, even though, you know, you wouldn't find out until moments before you, you're gone. But how we all should just go, you like, I might not know the people whose lives were changing or you might not know, but there are no matter what. There are people's lives you've impacted in a positive way. Queen of courage. Where did that come from? That courage is a spiritual kind of word, kind of like hope. Mm-hmm. And um, curiosity, even possibility is inviting God or something else that I don't know about into my life. I've come to realize how many of us need courage on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I make these little art blocks and um, this is on the front of my book. 
uh, as explore the possibilities. I started out after claiming from the queen of courage, and I would hold up these little blocks um, for two or three minutes, tell people why um, this is important to me and why you might want to have some courage too. Tell us about your book. And then is that what you're really doing is like inspiring people to find their courage? Well, yeah, I do have a free offer for um, a call to courage on SharonRolf.com. In your travels, you've probably noticed how beauty inspires you. Mm -hmm. It goes into your brain differently when, you know, just words of wisdom is one thing. Yeah, it's a poster. It's a, it's a you know, nice saying on the wall. But when you include a, a picture with it, your spirit seems to connect with the wisdom. So I put in my book, words of wisdom uh, scattered throughout my book because I knew that that would process differently in your head. But uh, my book is basically a do-it-yourself plan for finding your purpose. Mm -hmm. But I also kind of channelize you a little bit with the possibility of using my services to find your essence and fulfillment, meaning extends your life. Long, it impacts longevity very significantly. Meaning and purpose and fulfillment is near and dear to my heart. You may read the book and, and get all you need to know. Oh, yeah, I, I just snagged something there. I know what to do now. And here's my purpose. But other people need help doing it with you. That's where coaching comes in. And in the last chapter or so, I actually um, channelized you with the I imagining what if you could know your inner spark, not just your purpose, but your inner spark. And that's where I would like to um, uh, engage more fully with you. But I'm actually right now in the process of launching a course that teaches this. I'm, I'm uh, looking for six people, five or six people that are willing to both give me feedback and help me tweak it. So, so sort of like beta participants. Right, right. Uh -huh. Like you're saying, the authenticity is missing mm -hmm. in much of life. And this helps you live from your core. Uh, put in the show notes for people who are interested in doing that. Let's get to the past five questions. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. So where it's a this or that. No wrong answer. Just to get to know you a little bit better. And number one is host a party at your home or attend a dinner party. Attend a dinner party. Okay. There you go. <laughs> coffee or wine? I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'll go with wine. Okay. All righty. We like that. Um, handwritten letter or email? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I usually do email, yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm starting to have more and more people around me who embrace that. They want something to hold, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a lost are the handwritten letter, but I, I love a handwritten card, you know, like a someone sending a card that's handwritten. I just love that. But yeah, email is just so convenient. Okay. Clothes on the floor or clothes in the hamper? Always in the hamper. And number five, and this one, I think will expose your authentic self more than <laughs> anything we've asked you. Ketchup or mustard? <laughs> mustard. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Another mustard. Oh, God. I think it's more mustard. We really and need pickles. No pickles. Oh, right. oh, pickles and mustard. Wow, is right. that is that a 
Pacific Northwest thing. <laughs> I think that sounds good. Try, try peanut butter and mustard. Oh. I never thought about that. Blow <laughs> <laughs> your mind. Oh, wow. It will blow our mind. We'll have to try that and have our mind blown for sure. Yeah. And breaking it down a little bit, what's your, because there's so many types of mustard. Do you like the dark spicy kind or yellow kind or? Any of them will do. That's like me. That's yeah. how Jerry yeah. is. Yeah. That's uh -huh. how he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just strictly yellow mustard. Don't fiddle with it. I just want the regular yellow mustard. <laughs> okay, well, the question that we ask everyone and we do feel is very insightful is, Sharon, what does a life well lived mean to you? Well, the first word that comes to mind is wholeheartedness. And when I say that word, I think of Brene Brown. You know, there's people that have done research on what makes a life well lived. Um, in fact, I think that might, some of that might come in the book, Five Things You Must Discover Before You Die by, uh, I think it's John Izzo. Uh, embrace life with risk and gusto. Yeah, no regrets. Nope. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, gosh. Well, this was wonderful. I, so we're going to make sure that we link, you know, your book, the call to courage, all of the ways that people can get in touch with you. Please go ahead and verbally tell our audience where they can find you and how they can get connected with you. So I'm very active on Facebook, uh, Sharon Rolf, on Instagram, but at least weekly. Effortless Vitality, that's my business name, effortlessvitality.now.site, S-I-T-E. And there is a different... Um, uh, free offer there. That's uh, how to create a new life out of uh, after retirement. I have a resource list. When I went talking to senior centers, I would um, gather websites and books and um, movies that mm -hmm. speak, especially to you know have a message for retirement. And so, possibility mm -hmm. resource list is something that you'll have to email me, Sharon at Effortless Vitality. That is a great resource. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I, I've got three pages uh, with small print <laughs> of all the resources that um, people, uh, it's amazing. Okay. Okay. So one of my guests that I first, first did on my podcast was uh, Joyce Meyer, and she dreamed up a project to do community service around the world for a year. And she wound up feeding baby lions riding elephants, uh, <laughs> helping out at Baboon Sanctuary, uh -huh. teaching English to Chinese students, mm -hmm. and um, and then wrote a book called Smiling at the World. So talk wow. about possibilities. That's really neat. That is neat. Well, gosh, Sharon, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us. Well, thank you. I I, I anticipate uh, joining you on a couple of your adventures here in the future. We would, we would love that. <laughs> we we would that love mind, it. <laughs> yeah. And I can't wait to read your book. Yeah, likewise. And, and since I'm still single, I'm open to considering possibilities of people you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sharon, you are a spark. <laughs> we got a guy right here. Oh. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was just really good, Re very engaging, and she was just such a pleasant person to speak with. She really was. I really, really liked her. Uh, you know, when we first started reading about Sharon and creating your essence statement and all of that, I thought, 
oh, okay, this sounds like it's it's pretty in depth. But after talking to her and and realizing that it it really is what we're all trying to do, right? Is just trying to find what is it that's going to make us really passionate and light a spark in in us to enjoy our lives, right? Oh yeah, and, and definitely. And I'm it's something I can't wait to do on my own now, not knowing about it. And uh, I just think it's it's the coolest way the way she breaks it down to to find out more about yourself and what you like no matter how what age you're at right i was gonna say it's mm -hmm. you know she, i know that she works with retired people a lot and i think that's because they're in a transition where they're like okay how does my life have meaning or you know what do i do with this but i think everyone struggles with that oh yeah no doubt no doubt <laughs> if this episode resonated with you or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today or any episode, our guests, or anything, please share it with a friend. It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that. You can always find us, links we refer to during the show, and any of the podcast sponsors at arneradventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara. Alvida uh, Dos Vidiniana.